Have you ever had a question and wanted to know clearly what the Bible has to say about it? Well, in this podcast, Bible Answers for Today's Christians, we will learn together what God's Word really says. Welcome back to another episode of Bible Answers for Today's Christians. Gentlemen, thank you for being here tonight. Uh, tonight's topic is what happens after the rapture. There's so many questions and um, a lot of people have questions on what happens when we die. You know, do we just go to the ground? Uh, do we go to purgatory? Uh, do we come back as a cow? Do we come back as a bird? Or What happens after the rapture? Well, tonight we're going to dig into the Bible and uh, clearly explain to you what happens after the rapture. Titus, why don't you get us started? <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> we have uh, what is called the rapture here first. And the rapture in the Bible, um, I'm just going to talk about um, a little bit of what the rapture is before we dive into uh, the next topic uh, after the rapture and so on and so forth. Um, as we read in the Bible and, and especially in the book of Revelation, it talks about the end times. Um, it talks about the end times of uh, not just, um, you know, someone dying, but it talks about humanity, you know, as we know it in the earth. And it talks about those end times, um, but there's two sides of those, those end times. There's the saved and there's the unsaved. There's two kinds of people. There's saved people and there's unsaved people. Now, uh, we've explained it on many podcasts how you can be saved and how you can be that person. But uh, I want to explain to you what the rapture is and then we can dive more deeply into this. First off, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. But the rapture is the catching away of all dead and living believers from earth to heaven. Uh, this occurs when Christ comes to the air. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 4, uh, verse 16, uh, it says there, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we be ever with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort uh, one another with these words. Um, that's just one of many passages that explain it. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15 uh, explains it. 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 12, Revelations 3. Um, and this event is um, what I said before, is the catching away of all dead and living believers from earth to heaven. So what happens here uh, is we have the rapture. What occurs is... Uh, what we have is a trumpet sound is what the Bible explains it to be. Right. Um, I don't know how that that's going to come about. I don't know if there's going to be a, a, an angel that just appears and blows a trumpet and we all, the, the saved people go to heaven and the unsaved stay on here. I don't, I don't know. The Bible does not explain that uh, to the T where I can tell you that. But it does say that there's going to be a trumpet sound first. And the Bible says that the dead in Christ shall rise first. Um, you talk about total panic. I mean, you think about uh, dead people rising from the grave is absolutely crazy. And um, as we live our lives, you know, we, we watch movies about, you know, people coming out of the grave and raising their hand up. No, this this is not going to be like that. This is going to be... Uh, a spiritual um, rapture where Jesus Christ is going to call his children home to be with him. And um, the rapture, um, 
is something that everyone needs to think about the end times. Everyone needs to know what is going to happen in the end times. We have the Bible that shows us what will happen in this end time. And the rapture, um, so the rapture comes, the, the trump of God sounds. What happens then? What, what happens? Uh, what, what does the Bible say? Well, it says that the dead in Christ shall rise first, which meaning the saved people who are dead will rise and they will be will meet us in the air with the Lord, and we will be with the Lord for forever. So we will, um, uh, we will be the saved people, the ones who have put their trust and faith in Jesus Christ and have been saved, will automatically uh, their spiritual body will go to heaven and be with God for forever. After that trumpet has sounded, that is what the Bible explains here in the what the rapture event that takes place now a lot of people may say oh that's that sounds like uh abduction of aliens or um you know that just sounds like uh <laughs> you know a, a fairy tale or that just sounds like a movie um but you know it's something that you should really think about because <laughs> um because it's something that everyone should think about um, because it is the end of, of the world as we know it. It is the end of, of it, it, is, it is the thing between death or life. And you could be caught up into it. Now, the Bible tells us that the people who are not saved, the people who have not accepted Jesus Christ, when the trumpet blows, that they will be left here on earth. And uh, what starts then is called the tribulation. And I won't get into that tonight because we're, we will explain that later. Um, but what happens is, is they stay here on earth. And the ones who are saved and the ones who have believed and put their faith in Jesus Christ will be uh, resurrected and gone up to heaven to be with uh, Jesus and God and live with him forever. Um, and you think about that, you know, let, let's put that in perspective uh, in, our, in our world today. Um, you know, what if we see someone that's saved uh, driving a vehicle down the road and all of a sudden a trump of God sounds? You know, what's going to happen to that vehicle, you know, if he's saved and while he's driving? You know, that vehicle's going to crash. I mean, there's going to be a worldwide panic. You know, you think, you think about the world and how there is literally no, no Christian proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is no person that has put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ that is on the earth anymore. Totally gone. You know, you may see uh, uh, one, you know, some, some families may see their son is gone, just disappeared. And, and, and that's because he's been saved. He's been uh, uh, resurrected from the raptor. That's not, that's not an alien abduction. That's not a right. uh, type of... Uh, you know, and, and and this is what the world is going to believe. They're gonna they're gonna come out with that on the news. Oh, alien abduction! And I truly believe they'll they'll do that. They they but but they will reject what the Bible says and what the Bible is talking about. That and, and this is kind of a a very wide, broad topic to wrap your mind around. And, and a lot of people, you know, will say oh, that's just crazy. There's no way that's going to happen. And this is a very thing, broad topic to wrap your mind around. But this is what us Christians believe, uh, what the rapture is, uh, what the rapture is about. 
and it, it, it's it, it says there in the end of Thessalonians that it says to be comforted with these words. The end times for a Christian is not something that's bad. The end times for someone who is saved is not something that is bad. It's something that is good. You know, what's the worst that could happen to me? I could die and go to heaven and be with Jesus forever? You know, that's, some, that's one of the most wonderful things that we as Christians and the people who are saved can ever experience is be in a perfect place, have a perfect body, and be with the perfect people all around you. You know, our world today is full of wicked things and, and uh, this disease here and, and cancer and all these bad things, but there is none of that in heaven. There is no sickness. There is no sin. There is no, uh, no, no suffering, and, and, and you, you will just love it there. And it even says that the streets are made of gold, and there's mansions there, and it's such a beautiful, wonderful place, you know, and it's something that is a joy for us Christians that, you know, we should not look to that and say, oh, I'm scared. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really scared. No, if you're saved, you don't need to be scared of that day. Right. Um, because that trump is going to sound and you're going to see Jesus Christ face to face. You're going to see um, uh, the one who died for you, the one who saved you, if you are saved. And um, that, that is why salvation is so important to get it nailed down right now to get your salvation nailed down right now because we do not know, and the only person who does know is God. God is the only person who knows when he is, coming, he is going to come back. The Bible says that not even the angels in heaven know when God is going to come back, when he is going to bring his children home. And so that's something that you should do now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next week because Jesus could, God could come back in that, that, that week or two. And it's and it's and it's fast and it's and it's sudden. The Bible says in a twinkling of an eye, you just blink your eye real quick, just blink it. That's how fast it's going to happen. And I I truly believe that uh, some of the things that will go on is that the world will be in worldwide panic. You know, a, a mom uh, runs into her child's bedroom and her child's just gone. Her clothes are left there. Uh, the Bible also says that we will bring nothing with us. You know, you can't bring your stuff with you and you know that kid's clothes may be left there and there she'll just be panicking and where did my kid go have to me and there's no christians on earth remember there's no saved people on earth who can explain that to them will the rapture happen no they're gonna all of a sudden the world is going to implement all this stuff and say oh this happened and alien abduction and and it's going to be total just panic just chaos and that right there is where the tribulation comes in and we'll explain that more uh, on this podcast or future podcast, but um, just to give you a layout of what the rapture is and, and what it's about. Okay, yeah, um, that's good. It you know the Bible talks about the rapture, and it means caught up. But there's other words that also in Scripture talk about the rapture. It's also known as the day of the Lord. It's also mm-hmm. known as the day of wrath. Yeah. And it, it's talking about a specific time, a specific day, when the whole world changes. And I mean, it really changes. All, the, um, all of God's people, as Titus said, we're going to be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. We're going to be with the Lord. That's going to leave a void on this earth. And yes, the world will have to have some explanation to figure it out. And they will. They'll come up with some false explanation. 
But we know it's because God took the saved um, in his time frame and, and brought us home. But I want to look a few things about what happens to people who are left here on the earth. Um, because there will be many people that will be left here on earth. And right. um, if they're not saved, uh, they're going to be left behind. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're not saved, you're going to be left behind. You're going to miss the rapture, and you're going to end up going through a seven-year tribulation of time, where, which has never been seen before, which the Bible declares is a, is a time when the beast, the false prophet, Satan controls this earth because, you see, God's influence and his people are taken away. We're gone. We're with the Lord in the air. Uh, we're with him forever. So there's a few things. So Scripture talks about the people left. He says it's, it's like, in Matthew chapter 24, it's like the days of Noah. They were eating and drinking. They were given to marriage. They weren't concerned about God. They were just doing their thing, living life totally void of an understanding that God is in control. And, and so it was like the days of Noah. They're, they're just enjoying life, living it up. But the flood came that day, didn't it? It awakened right. their senses to the fact that somehow they had missed this great important event but Noah you know Noah was a preacher he'd been preaching it for years and um, he was a preacher of righteousness he was trying to get him right with God they didn't listen they didn't care but when God shut the door on that ark and the rains began to fall they began to take it serious yeah. and the rapture is going to be like that in that time so it says here it says in verse 40 Matthew 24 verse 40 Two shall be in the field. One shall be taken, the other left. Yeah. Now, notice, two are in the field. So obviously, these two people are close to each other. They know each other. Uh, perhaps it's a husband, a wife, a mother, a daughter. But these two are acquaintances and, and have a relationship. So think of what that does in the family or a, a society. Half of the society is gone. Uh, the shop owner down the street or the gas station owner down the street, they're gone one day. I mean, they're just disappeared, no explanation. They're gone, and it happens all over the world because there are saved people all throughout the world. And so it leaves this void and this question mark in people's minds. Maybe I missed something. Yeah. Maybe I missed God. And this is going to bring a great trouble to people. Two will be grinding at the mill. The one will be taking the other left. And then the warning, verse 42. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. Mm -hmm. There is a specific time the Lord will come and he will take us away. But there will also be people that will not go. They'll be left so the warning is, hey, wake up. Pay attention. This world can't keep going the same way. I mean, anybody, whether you're a Christian or not, you look at this world and the circumstances in it, it can't keep going the same way. 
something has to change. Something has to happen. Yep. And when God's wrath becomes full, we know that God's going to take his people home. And he doesn't want, well, I'll get into that in just a second here. But again, he's saying here, watch, watch, because you don't know when the Lord's coming. We don't know his time frame. Amen. Even the angels in heaven don't know. But you do not, hear me, you do not want to get left behind. That's right. You want to know that when God comes, when that hour comes, it could be today. It could be tonight. It could be the middle of the, of the, the day. And, and you know what? When we, when we preach that, it's really funny because a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. You know, it just kind of goes over their head like water off a duck's back. You know, yeah, I've heard that mm -hmm. before. These preachers say it all the time. But really, there's never really a genuine concern that it's going to happen. So God's saying, watch, it's going to happen. And when it happens, if you are not ready, you will have missed so many things. Right. Again, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Scripture says, for ye yourselves know perfectly, uh, it's verse 2, First uh, Thessalonians 5, 2. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. I mean, he swoops in and swoops out. Amen. Um, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction shall come upon them as travail upon a woman with child. They shall not escape. Now, we haven't seen an event like this in our lifetime and there will only be one great event like this in history you can rest assured there is a day when scripture declares that this day will come now on the other side of that is the christian and notice what he says verse four about the christian but ye brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief ye are all the children of light the children of, of the day, we are not of the night nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. Amen. So the Christian is supposed to keep their eyes open too. And we can, we can see that there are events that are forming, taking place, falling into line like God said, um, we could get into so many different political things that are events going on in the world that shed light that these things are coming. But boy, I'll tell you what, if you're a Christian, you can see a lot of it coming. You can see a lot of it coming. And the it, admonition, verse 11, to the Christian is, comfort yourselves and edify one another even as you do. So to, for the saved, the rapture is a comfort but to the lost, it is a fear. That's right. And it is a great dread. Because if you miss it, you have missed God. And there's probably no turning back. So I want to encourage you at this great event to open your eyes to it. To not let it catch you off guard. But to be ready to know that it's settled. Only salvation can settle it. 
So get it settled. Get it settled today. Amen. Good. So uh, some interesting things to think about. Um, going to Daniel yeah. chapter 9. Yeah. So uh, a, a key player in the tribulation period is going to be the devil, is, is mm -hmm. Satan. And Satan's ultimate goal is to destroy us all. He doesn't like he doesn't like anyone. Uh, he 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 may work with people, but ultimately his goal is to destroy everybody, and that's what he is going towards. The Bible says that he he seeks to destroy as as, as a roaring lion. He seeks to destroy to devour mm -hmm. everyone, and he does a good job at that too. He's really good at mm -hmm. it. That's right. He's really good at being deceptive too. Mm -hmm. So his goal, ultimate goal, is to get us to a point where we destroy each other. And it's interesting that even even he knows the scripture that uh, he's going to allow God to still be victor. Well, it's not that he's going to allow. It's that he, he's working towards the end times too, Satan mm -hmm. is. Ultimately, God is going to come back, rapture the church out, and, and God wins. We know we know what the, what the last verse of the Bible says, and the last verse is amen. God, God settles it all, right? Mm-hmm. So Satan, his goal is utter chaos, right. uh, and we have a lot of chaos going on in our world. It's, it's it's crazy. You can't look at any look at a scope of the news for any given day, and there's just there's just so much stuff going on. And so uh, Satan, he's gonna cho choose a man. And in Daniel chapter nine, verse twenty six, and it says. And after three score, the two weeks shall the Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince, the prince, it's uh, talking about the Antichrist, shall uh, come, shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. That's talking about Jerusalem there. And it says, and the end thereof shall be with a flood. And, un and unto the end of the war, desolations are determined. Catch this next phrase. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. Okay, so we have uh, have to have utter chaos, right? World's going to be in shambles, nations against nations, rumors of wars. Uh, there's going to be people against people. Uh, we see this now, fighting and uh, all this stuff going on. So rapture happens, there's going to be a covenant with Israel. It's not going to just... It, it's going to mainly be with Israel, but it's going to be a kind of encompassing uh, the world. Okay, so uh, us as Christians, we look at the Bible and we see there are some scriptures that show us a rapture. Um, Satan's goal is to deceive as many people as he can, and he is a counterfeiter. So uh, there's a, a big movement right now of people that are going mid-trib or, or post-trib rapture. Well, why that plays in the Satan's hand is because he's going to raise up somebody and this somebody is going to deceive the world. The Antichrist is going to deceive the world and they are going to trust in him as a Messiah. So the Jewish people are actually looking for a Messiah. Now, when we think of Messiah, we know we're talking about Jesus Christ. We're talking about the Son of God. When the Jewish people talk about a Messiah, they're talking about a person, a king. They think that somebody's going to be born of their their nation, their country, and that's going to become a king and is going to lead their nation and in, in, in kind of overcome the world, right? Going to solve all of Israel's problems, right? That's what Israel thinks. The Messiah's coming. He's going to solve all the problems. 
the Muslims have something called the 12th Imam. And what is the 12th Imam? The 12th Imam is almost the exact same thing. He's going to be a person that's going to be born of a, a, a Muslim nationality and somewhere uh, in this world. And this person is going to become a king, and he's going to lead all of the Muslims, the, the religion of Islam, and he's going to solve all the problems and take over the world. Or you have all these Christians, too, that are believing in mid-trib and post-trib rapture. Well, uh, some of those people are not, not saved, and so they're going to see this person rise up, and they're going to be like, hey, this is a tribulation period. Uh, it's already happened, and they are going to think that the Antichrist is actually uh, the millennial reign of Christ. And they are going to fall down and worship the Antichrist, and the Antichrist is going to step up, and he's going to usher in a peace plan. And he's going to supposedly, it's going to be a false peace, but it's going to supposedly solve a bunch of these world problems. And he's going to have the solutions. And uh, a lot of people try and guess uh, there's going to be the mark of the beast that's going to be implemented during this time. And a lot of people are trying to guess exactly what that is. It's a hot topic. A lot of people are trying to study. There are things that God doesn't tell us in the Bible because we've already gone through it. No one knows the day, the time, the hour. So there's certain things that God cannot put in Scripture or else we would know the day, the time, the hour. So God has left some things out on purpose, um, not to deceive us, but that will stay busy. So this peace plan is going to be implemented. We're going to have the Muslims. We're going to have probably most likely the Catholics are going to be trusting in. The Pope's going to follow the Antichrist. Uh, we have uh, the Jews are going to follow the Antichrist. Well, believe it or not, Hindus, they have a type of Messiah that's going to come. Uh, you go into some of these Chinese religions, they have a type of Messiah that's going to come. And so all of these people are going to trust in what this one person is going to do, and there's going to be a one-world religion that's right. that is going to be implemented. And all these people are going to fall right in line. And some people are going to think, this is the Son of God, this is whatever, the 12th Imam, and they're going to just trust in this person to solve all of the world's problems for two and a half years. And then he's going to do something that's going to offend the Jews. They're going to wake up. And it, the Bible talks about the nation of Israel will be saved. 144,000 men, virgin men, uh, uh, Israelis that are going to be saved. And then there's going to be a great revival following a huge persecution of the nation of Israel. So Satan... His goal is to push this. Now, there's something interesting. I do not know when this is going to happen, but who does? The Bible says, yeah. he, Jesus said he didn't know, only the Father knew. Does Satan know? Satan does not know. Mm -hmm. So Satan himself is grasping at straws. The Bible talks about a mark of the beast. Satan doesn't probably, he may have some ideas, but I don't know that he knows when that's going to happen or what it's going to be, because he doesn't know exactly when it's going to happen. There's all these things that are going to be determined. We have to keep in mind that this is going to be a transformative point in history. Um, there's going to be a lot of chaos that happens at the rapture. And people are going to die at that point. A lot of people are going to die during the rapture and go straight to hell. But God's going to save 
the church from that that's tribulation right. period. And that's a wonderful thing to think of. Baba says, comfort yourself in that, right? Mm -hmm. But there's going to be a lot of people that, that are not going to have Jesus at that time. And they're yeah. going to be deceived by a false prophet, by a beast. Uh, the Bible talks about Babylon, the whore that rides upon uh, the, the ba Babylon there. Um, so uh, it's going to be a horrible time. And we're working towards that. Satan has to have that utter chaos. And when we have that utter chaos, then it's going to be easy for him to implement that peace plan. That's what's going to make it really easy. So we're all trending towards that time mm -hmm. of the end times. Uh, Bible talks about uh, pretty clearly that it's going to be a seven-year tribulation period. Um, and so uh, the, the church won't be there, but it's going to be utter chaos until that peace plan. But then uh, you, you just look at the way things are trending now um, in, in all this woke agenda and uh, this transgender stuff, and it, that's going to be there and prevalent and strong. And at the rapture, that's just going to become more potent at that time. Mm -hmm. And people are going to be forced into it uh, more with a false sense of peace. Yeah. Uh, so, so the Antichrist is going to implement all this stuff and, 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 and get that going. But it's not going to happen, happen uh, until that rapture time moment. So that the ch the church will be called up, and we we will be gone. Now, the 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 Bible doesn't just give us like a one two three four five six timeline of the tribulation just written out in like five verses. So uh, we can know though. That's that's the wonderful thing about Scripture. We can know quite a bit about what's going to happen. Uh, he doesn't tell us exactly when, but the the Bible I believe. I believe it's pretty clear that the church will be raptured out and that uh, tribulation will be seven years, three and a half years of peace. The abomination and de desolation happens. Israel mm -hmm. turns away from the Antichrist. And then uh, uh, at the end of the seven years, then we'll have the thousand-year millennial reign of Christ. Um, so I, we, it, it, it is a pretty deep study, uh, something we can't go through on a podcast. And we may, we'll probably end up doing some more podcasts go more into depth of what that is but by the way uh let me just throw this out there <laughs> um if there's some uh big brain nuthead out there that says he knows when god is coming back <laughs> and you believe him you're you're a big brain nuthead as well so yeah. <laughs> there is no way on earth that you can yeah i mean y'all remember uh back in 2012 when they believed the earth was going to end mm. Uh, I remember as a kid, I was, you know, I was born in 2000, but I remember that as a kid in, in 2012. At, uh, I remember driving down the highway coming from school, and there'd be a big old billboard up there. It would have a countdown to 2020 or 2012. I remember looking at that, and I, I would talk, I would kind of, you know, talk to my si siblings about it, and uh, my mom and dad, and they, they were just like, no, there's no way, you know, you can't believe that. There is... And they got that from the Bible. There is no one who knows that God is coming back, okay? No matter who says, yeah, God is going to come back at this time, you know, this day. You know, uh, my parents were telling me about 2000, the year 2000, they thought the same thing. The earth was going to end and, you know, may maybe not. They didn't think the rapture was going to happen. They thought, you know, the earth was just going to end. We were all going to die. 
you know, but don't, don't believe the false lies of that. You know, you don't know, uh, as pastor mentions, brother Brandon mentioned, you do not know when God is going to come back. And that is why it's so important to be saved, have your salvation settled and to be saved. But there are some things, uh, there are some, uh, as Brother Brandon was talking about, there are some things that uh, God shows us uh, in the end times. Um, he shows us what is going to happen. Uh, he doesn't give us the exact date, but he shows us in Second Timothy uh, chapter 3, uh, verses 1 through 5, it says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. That's the first one, lovers of their own selves. How many yep. of you seen uh, gay pride? Yeah, they love their own body. Yeah. Uh, trans people they want to they want to take their body and make it into a woman or make it into a man. They they love their body. How many people you seen get um oh what's that called uh, plastic surgery uh, because they want to make their bodies uh, look look younger. They love themselves. They love themselves they buy for me what i want that is so common in our world nowadays yeah. uh covetous i want what he's got and if i don't have that i'm gonna get i'm gonna do whatever it takes to have that what he's got don't covet that's not you know that that's prevalent though in our world boasters uh, how many times you see uh sports world a guy makes uh 60 points in a basketball game and he thinks he's the great lebron james i'll just throw it out there <laughs> thinks he's the greatest in the world because he uh, shoots a aired up uh, uh, leather ball into a a, a hoop. Yeah. You know, he, he thinks he's the greatest. Uh, ba- basketball players, football players, all those people. Uh, proud, same thing as being a boaster. You know, if you're boasting, you're proud of him. You're proud of yourself. You know, uh, blasphemers. It says, uh, disobedient to parents. I think I see this. I, I think I see this so much nowadays. Is kids not not obeying what their parents tell them to do? Yeah. It's just, I mean, kids running wild. I mean, kids screaming in the store, just screaming his head off. I want this. I want that. I want. I want. I need this. And their parents just let it happen. And and, and it just is so prevalent in our world nowadays. It's more and more what happens. But th- this is what uh, Jesus is telling us in the last times. What will come? Uh, unthankful. Uh, it says here, unthankful. You know, America, we have gotten into so much debt because we are unthankful for the things that we already have. True. We keep buying and want more, and yeah. we want this, and we need that, and you got to spend the money here, and I, I need this. I, But we never stop and just, you know, uh, Halloween is overtaking Thanksgiving as a more celebrated holiday in America, Halloween. I mean, a costume wearing going out, Kenny. I mean, then Thanksgiving. I mean, people don't even realize the history of the first Thanksgiving and and of all that, you know. But being thankful for that uh, unholy, the end of the verse, unholy, uh, without natural affection, uh, truce breakers, uh, false accusers, incontinent, uh, fierce, uh, despisers of those that are good. Uh, how many of you go to work and you uh, do something good and, and the boss likes it and he, you know, but you have another coworker who he shows up late, doesn't work, and the boss gives you a raise but not him and he finds out about it and he, he doesn't like you for it. 
you know, you did what's right. You did what's fine. And you're, you don't know why he doesn't like you, but it's, but it's because end times are coming, you know, that's, and, and that's what more and more is prevalent. These fighters of those that are good doing good, you know, just when I pass out tracks, you know, people just kind of look at me like, what are you doing? You know, why, why are you doing that? You know, um, traitors, uh, Benedict Arnold's traitors, heady, high-minded, uh, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, uh, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. You know, I think of uh, several preachers nowadays that uh, they put on a show. They put on this outward appearance, and they think that they're fooling people. And they, and they are. They're fooling a lot of people. Yeah. And they put on this... They're having a form of godliness, and they're saying all these things, and people are, oh, wow, look at him, wow. But that, but they're denying the power thereof is what that verse said. They don't, they don't practice what they preach. They, you know, they, they live an unholy life. And these are just, this is in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. Uh, you can look this up. Uh, it's, it just lists several lists of uh, how we can tell the end times are coming. Uh, we don't know that date, but as Pastor mentioned, he said, comes as a thief in the night, uh, right away in the twinkling of an eye. You know, it could be tomorrow and could be next year, could be in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. But just get your salvation settled now so you don't have to worry about it. You can just say, yep, when Jesus comes back, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to heaven and be with him forever. But um, just some food for thought for you. Yeah, it's all coming, isn't it? And and uh, we can see a lot of what's coming. It's not like it's, you know, it's going to shock us because the Antichrist is preparing people and preparing minds mm -hmm. to accept things that we wouldn't normally or ordinarily expect. Yeah. Um, you know, like the mark of the beast. Um, I, you know, years ago, People were like, I'm not going to mark up my body, you yep. know? Um, but now, people mark up their body all the time. They don't have a problem with that, That's you know? Right. So what is that? It's conditioning. It's conditioning people and minds to be able to accept just another mark on their body. And But, but it's all a satanic plan to... <coughs> And really what he's trying to do is thwart God's great plan. That's right. Yep. But he cannot succeed. He will lose. Mm -hmm. And in the end, he will fail. And again, it always... The, the point of the rapture and, and um, the tribulation after that, it all brings us home to this point of where, where you will be. Is mm -hmm. it settled between you and God? That you are saved and that you are safe in his hand. If not, then you ought to get it safe. You ought to find the safe place. And that's only in the Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you I hope you'll consider that and think deeply about your need for Christ. I'd like to uh make a, a comment about something. Um so we read the Bible, we know there will be an end time period, we know about there's going to be Antichrist, a, a beast, there's going to be a lady, uh, a, the lady signified as riding on the whore, doing some horrible things there. 
And we look at that and, 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 and that it draws a big interest. Right. A lot of people are interested, like, well, what's the mark of the beast? What's this and that? Do, is it already available? Is it something that we've already taken? You know, it, so you, ha you do have to be careful because there's been times when you, if you go back to uh, World War I days, um, if you would have said the Lord's coming back, everybody would have agreed with you back then. If you would have said he's coming back this year, they would have agreed with you back then, and then you go to World War II. There's other times in history you can go to some really dark times and you could say, this is the time that the Lord's coming back. We really have to be careful, though, that we don't make our time fit into the end times. Right. So we cannot dictate that end time point. Mm -hmm. We cannot say that we are there. It, it's impossible for us to do. So don't make, make this time fit. It's going to happen when it happens. Why do I say that? We have to be busy. Watching, right. We have to occupy. Jesus left. Right. And he said, occupy till I come. He didn't say, figure out when I'm coming back. That's mm -hmm. right. He didn't say, what's the mark of the beast? He said, you need to be busy. Amen. He says, I'm coming back, and that seals it for a lot of people. At, at that point, they die and go to hell. There's going to be a lot of people that once we get to that rapture point, Though they will still have an opportunity to be saved, they will not be saved. Their heart will be so hard. That's it. And so we have to reach them now. Mm -hmm. Now is the time of salvation. And right. we have to show them these people instead of trying to figure out what's going on with the end times. And that's going to happen in its own time. Yeah. What's important is that today we have to reach the world as best as good we can. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. So true. No delay, no 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 waiting, no postponing the importance of the gospel. It's important to get it to everyone as soon as possible. Yeah. And that's the great job of the Christian. That's what Jesus commissioned the church to do when he left. He said, get the gospel out, go into all the world. Because God does not want anyone to endure mm -hmm. the horrors of the tribulation. Amen. The rapture, he wants you to be saved. He wants you to know him. He wants you to rest safely in his hand. So praise the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> you know, if you're out there listening today, um, I don't know when the Lord's coming back. I don't know if it's in my generation. I don't know if it's my kid's generation. It's my grandchildren's generation. Uh, we don't know. Um, you know, you don't know either. Um, but, you know, I'd rather be uh, on the safe side of things than to live in an eternity in a lake of fire. I would much rather have chosen to take five minutes out of my time to accept the Lord and believe in Jesus Christ really genuinely than to throw him off because of my pride and my selfishness, and then burn in an eternal lake of fire for the rest of my life. And the Bible says that that is for eternity. Um, heaven and hell are eternity. There is no ending to the suffering that is in hell, and there is no ending to the great joys that you can experience if you are saved as a Christian in heaven. And um, <clears throat> the Bible says that, uh, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That is, anyone can call upon Jesus Christ 
anytime, anywhere, any place. Doesn't you don't have to be a church member. You don't have to be uh, a, a, at work. You don't have to do any of those things. You don't have to work your way to heaven. You don't have to be baptized to get to heaven. Um, Jesus died on the cross for your sin, for my sin, and He wants you to accept Him. He doesn't want you. Uh, you know, Jesus. God never sends anyone to hell. You willingly choose it on your own behalf because you have not accepted him as your own personal savior. But you've got to do that with faith. You've got to do that with a genuine heart. Um, it's not one, two, three, pray after me, you know, and I just said it and, oh, I hope I get to heaven. No, you really need to mean it and believe in Jesus Christ with your whole heart and uh, forsake those things which are behind and reach forth to those things which are before you. You know, you may be saying, well, you know, there's no way Jesus for, could forgive me. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that nowadays, and they're very genuine about it. You know, they're, they're sincere, and I believe that. And they say, you know, I've done a lot of wrong, you know, a lot of bad things. But I'm telling you, put your faith in Jesus Christ. He can forgive you. Yeah. Forgave a thief on the cross. He forgave a, a, a doubting Thomas. He forgave a, um, a Paul who was a murderer. He forgave a lot of people that have done some horrible, wicked things, but they had to put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ first before he forgave them. Now, you can do that uh, tonight. You can, you can be saved where you are at, whenever, wherever you'd like to be. You don't put that off until tomorrow because you don't know if that trumpet's going to sound. You don't know if they're going to come to you and say, hey, you got two weeks to live. You don't know when that time is, you're going to pass away and you're going to die. You don't know when Jesus Christ, when, when God is coming back uh, for the rapture. And I tell you what, you want to be that person who goes to heaven during the rapture time. You want to be that person if you are not uh, uh, passed away already. But I encourage you, uh, take what we said to heart and uh, apply it to your, your life. So um, if, if you were there out there today and... Uh, you want to pray a prayer and accept Jesus Christ your Savior. Um, just just repeating words won't won't get you to heaven. You do have to trust Amen. in the Son of God. Mm-hmm. But you could pray a prayer like, "Lord, I know I'm a sinner. Because of my z- sin, I deserve to die and spend eternity in hell. But as best as I know how, I want to ask you, Lord, to save me from sin." Give me eternal life and take me to heaven when I die. Amen. If you pray that prayer, that's great. If not, you can still pray that prayer. But I'd like to still pray for you. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and let's let's pray for each other. Well, we do thank you so much for loving us, for being so good and kind to us. Another day to wake up and to get out of bed. Amen. And to worship your holy name. I thank you so much for your word. What it means and stands for. And how today I have spent time in your word and you have spoken to me. I'm so thankful that you're just not a God out in the universe, but you're a personal God that I've walked with today. And that's our goal with this podcast is to draw people closer to you. And I pray, Lord, that you'd help us. Help us to be ready for the end times, that we as a church can be raptured out. I hope, actually, you just help us to be a witness to all those around us. Help us to be in your word each and every day, learning more of you and to be praying to you, Lord. 
making our requests, requests known unto you. And I pray, Lord, that you just fill us with your spirit. Lead us, Lord, to know your perfect will for our individual lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We hope this was an encouragement to you. Follow and like our podcast to stay tuned for our next episodes.